Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hey everyone, I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie. We are The Blended Life, and welcome to tonight's episode. Hey, you guys. Tonight, we have a lot. Julie has brought a list of lots of your topics. So, what are our topics tonight? Well, we're just going to have to read through situations. Okay. So, but I did want to say, if you're commenting on Instagram... I can't read that far away. We are down a device. So um, if you want to talk to us or it's really loud music. If you want to talk to us, um, go on, hop over to our YouTube channel and we'll be able to talk back and forth with you guys on our YouTube channel. I'm not going to be able to type or read your comments on Instagram. So go to YouTube. But go to YouTube. That's what she's saying. (laughs) Or you can watch us. I just can't. Or go to YouTube. Or go to YouTube. We're, you know, eventually we're going to stop the Instagram live and exclusively be on YouTube. Um, That'll probably be in the next couple weeks. So if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, go. We would love to have you guys as subscribers, honestly. Search out Blended Life and subscribe and then we can talk back and forth. We also have a giveaway tonight. We talked about it last week, connecting the book. So... Stay tuned for that because we have details on how you can win your own signed copy of yep. Connecting. So you're going to have to listen to the you. whole episode if Ooh, you're interested. It's coming at the end, huh? It's coming at the end. All right. <laughs> We're mean like that. <laughs> um, but it's a really great book, you know, and I wrote this on our pages, but what I do love about this book is it's, it's, uh, it's all the information without being overwhelming where you're just sitting there with a book that you know three a inches textbook. thick and you're like fuck where do I start wow. how do I when does Julie this? start right now um so it's it's a great read it's concise you can get through it in a day or two um really relatable good information very clear easy to understand um on how to connect with your children your teenage children well, and just to be how exact. to be able to control situations in your home mm-hmm. Um, and how to have a household that is respectful. Yeah. You know, how to deal with conflict. Especially in a blended family, man. How hard is it to have a respectful family, Mm -hmm. like full 360? So, awesome book for this. Talks about, you know, patience, which is a really important topic, and forgiveness. I need to keep Um, reading that chapter. Another, yeah. There's just, there's four chapters, like I said, but it will, it'll, 
It's some things are a hard pill to swallow, but if you implement them, I believe that you will have a better household because of it. But we'll get to that later. So we're going to start just going through everything that we're going to talk about. Your manifest? Well, here's what I love. I love that people, that we have an audience or enough people who trust us to write in and ask our opinion or share their lives and their situations with us because I can only talk about our family so much. And I don't even know if it's so healthy for us when we start just talking about topics that we deal with. Right. Um, It's much better for us, I think, to be able to share ourselves in other people's drama. Yeah. So we appreciate that, you guys. Thank you. Anyway. Um, Off our own, our own subject. All right. So first thing, um, so everything's anonymous tonight, obviously. So first person wrote in and said, that was anonymous. That was not me. My stepchild may have COVID. Um, she's getting the test today. She has one toddler, half sibling and one set of parents, step parents at each of her homes. Um, understanding this is totally a personal decision. How are blended homes handling custody arrangements during this pandemic especially when a known case of covid exists that's a scary situation well yeah. first of all we hope and pray for the best for you because that's scary stepdaughter yeah well I, for for you for your family for yeah for yous yeah so i mean if you are unsure if a child in either home has COVID, child should stay or put. Any, or any disease for that matter, you know, or virus chicken going around. Pox, chicken pox. Measles, or mumps. The flu. Yeah. It's it's <clears throat> best to keep that child in the place that they are at that time because that's already a contaminated. <laughs> a contaminated sick zone. Yeah. You know, which is a bummer. You know, no one wants that. But sometimes, and we've actually had this talk at the beginning of all this. Like, if someone is to get this or if one of the kids has something, like, do we just leave them be? Even though they might be at the other house and it would be so hard for us because we're selfish like that and just want our kids. You know, we, do we just leave them at the other house and, you know, or if they're with you, do you keep them? You know, but but that then comes down to co-parenting, right? And what's in the best interest for not only the child, but both sets of families. Yeah. But I think until you know if this child has it or not, you stay. the child should stay put in whatever home, you know, she's in, in yeah. until you know either way. And then when you know either way, um, I think that's when you make the call. Obviously, it's probably safer to keep the child if it ha- you know, if she has COVID. Right. Just isolated from everyone. I don't even think if you have COVID, you're allowed to come out of your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that, people you know were what I like, mean? Like people were like room to room isolating. Like I haven't seen my wife in three months. Yeah, oh, sorry, <laughs> I have COVID. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh, me too. <laughs> Bye. Um, I call yeah. the house. Oh my gosh. Dibs. <laughs> You have a whole lake. Oh, I call the lake dibs. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And I know people are really handling this differently. I know there's a lot of issues right now when I've talked to people that one house, one household's very cognizant of social distancing and wearing masks and being really responsible. And um, the other 
household is out and about, you know, having sleepovers and it's hard when both homes are on the same page, you know, and it brings up a whole nother can of worms. You know, what if somebody is, has a compromised immune system and your stepkids come back and that other house hasn't respected anything. Right. And now you have some. They're out licking who, handrails and then they come back ooh, into remember your that home. at Disneyland? Did we talk about that once? We have. We told you guys about the kid licking the handrails at Disneyland. It was really disgusting. It was really disgusting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was a. A lot of people are listening to this, popsicle. so I needed to give them a visual. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I, I you know, there's just so much that comes into play. But I think that if. You know, if you're a step parent with an, a compromised immune system, um, you know, and it's time for the kids to see their bio parent, I think maybe you remove yourself from that home so that the kids can still connect with their parent. Is that weird? Is that wrong? You know what? If you're able I, is to. Is it wrong? No, not at all. Because I mean, like, go stay to, with your parents yeah, or something. Yeah, because you need to play it safe, you know, and look out. But um, but then what if the kids give it to the bio parent and then you can never come home? I don't know. There's <laughs> the lake a whole, it is. But, you know, there's it's, it is really a touchy subject because there's so many moving parts and pieces and variables and. But the you know what? And everything's changing every single day. Like today in California. I, I haven't even heard this yet, but you told me that now all of a sudden it's required that everyone wears a mask anywhere in public. <laughs> We're like, come yeah. on. Like, if you're really? outside standing in line to get into a store, but uh-huh. you're not in the store, you're just outside in line, you're required to wear a mask. If we you're had in to, an We Uber, had to do that last week or no, last a couple weeks ago when we were getting your Mother's Day present. It, like outside in the breezy, windy air. And they're like, you have to put on a mask, sir. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Forget about the fresh air. Some people are all about it. And if you're all about it, like, great. If you have a compromised immune system, wear that mask. You know, like, it's, it's there's no reason not to take the precautions if you feel the need for them. But also, if you're just, like, not into it, you know, I also think, like, you know, okay, well, I'm taking the risk. I'm willing to be sick, you know. And it, and it comes down to kind of the controversial um not the same thing, but same but different. You know, it's a lot like vaccinations. You know, if someone feels the need to be vaccinated, like, great, get your vaccines. If not, don't get them. But just because one person, there's just so many variables to each one. Well, and that's it. You know? And when you have a blended family, you have, everybody has a different opinion. So many cooks Everyone in the has a different outlook on life, you right. know. Um, I tend to look at life like, we all have an expiration date. You know, I believe our ends are already written. So if I'm going to die from COVID, I'm going to die from COVID, whether I, not that I can't be respectful, like why I would wear a mask personally is for other people. That's really kind of the only reason why you have worn one, right? Yeah, I mean, like I'm not going to go lick handrails or, you know, lick faces of runny noses as I'm walking by. Like, (sighs) come on, you know, (laughs) But I feel like I can be respectful to other people by, you know, wearing a mask or whatever. But, you know, I feel like if I'm supposed to get hit by a car, I'll get hit by a car. <laughs> Come on, let's go outside. Let's <laughs> do know? this. Remember, we were in uh, the Walmart parking lot. Was it Walmart? <laughs> it was a grocery store or Walmart. Mm-hmm. I think it was a grocery store within the Walmart parking lot the mm-hmm. other day. And there was a guy wearing literally a Halloween costume mask. 
Mm-hmm. And it was pretty amazing. I actually oh. had pictures. I had pictures on my phone, you guys. It wasn't it Thor. No, it was. It was like it was a one full of the helmet. Star, it was like head. one of the Star Wars. But it was a helmet. Was it Bubba Fat? Is that the right word, you guys? I'm not a Star oh Wars guy. Oh my gosh! I think that's who it was. It was like yeah, the, the knight looking guy. Yeah. My sister knew who it was. They're Star Wars nerds. So I don't know. I think that everyone kind of has. It's not helpful when I say everyone has to figure it out for themselves. But I think blended families are just. Doing every, you know, every situation I think is what's being done. I know at the beginning, people before they understood COVID or how to get it. Who how you understands could get it? it now? Raise your hand if you understand it. But I think people were being like, I'm just going to leave my kids or stepkids at the other house until this just ends. And then it has never it's been ended. months. Could you imagine not seeing your kids for months? Well, it took like a two week hiatus and then it's back. You know, so I think that. If you have a kid in question, though, you shouldn't pass them back and forth between houses. If you are concerned that a child has COVID, I for have, any reason, you should leave them there until you're tested and you have figured it out. I have a few kids in question, not yeah. for COVID, but just in question. Oh, my Can gosh. Can we just leave them all where they are? You know, and you <laughs> know, everyone's saying you tested. I don't see anything wrong with getting tested. So if you have kids that are crossing state, you know, borders and like they're traveling right now, there's nothing wrong with having them get tested before they come into your home. And here's a little fun fact, too. That's I know everyone fine. thinks that I feel like all the numbers, okay. you and I just had this conversation, all the numbers are climbing like, oh, it's like a second spike or it's it's an incline or anything. So, you guys, I don't know if a lot of you are aware of this, and some people might want to correct me on this anyways. Um, it's actually not a huge spike happening right now. It's actually a lot more people are getting tested nowadays. So, they're finding a lot more people have COVID-19. Yeah, so, but then again, you know, me we're it. opening back up and people are going to be around other people. So it's also not unlikely, unlikely that it's going to spread, yeah. you know, if you don't want to get it or you're afraid of getting it, don't go out, you know, remain or doing what you've been doing. Or put on a Bubba Fat mask. Or wear a rest. Can you like wear like a full-blown respirator full-blown respirator yeah but here's the thing though Uh, a mask also like doesn't filtrate a lot it's a most of these are dust masks you're still getting air you're still getting particles like for instance i work in a nuclear power plant sometimes and like the reactor core area doing all this nuclear stuff yeah if i wear a respirator with the wrong type of filter on it or if i wear a dust mask or if i wear something like everyone in COVID-19 is wearing and there's airborne contamination, I'm still going to get that because I'm still breathing the air. It doesn't filtrate out everything. It only helps prevent. So, I mean, if you guys want full things, I'm just on another account. If, if, uh, if you guys want a full blown clean air experience, then you guys are going to need to get in like an SCBA, like full, you know, breathing apparatus with proper filtration, yeah. And like maybe just go get in a scuba mask and go under the water because air doesn't travel underwater very easily. Yeah. But, <laughs> so. you know, here's the thing. I think that everyone needs to be respectful of other people and not shame people for wearing. I mean, to wear a mask or not to wear a mask, you know, that's that's people's choices. And, you know, it's like it's your choice to be someplace or not. Um, and I just think we all need to be respectful of each other. If you're sick, you probably shouldn't be out until there's a vaccine. But right? we're not your parents, so go out if you want. <clears throat> yeah. So, but I've heard of a lot of different ways that blended families are handling 
this, you know, and maybe sometimes if you don't feel like you're comfortable having your kids in your home, you go out to a park now that they're open or the beach or somewhere and meet them. (laughs) I I can't imagine seeing that. Be at the park, you guys. I can't imagine not seeing your kids for a long time. You know, I feel like there should be a way to go see them at least a little bit or FaceTime them. There's been a lot of that going on during this time. So, and everyone's, you know, a second wave is coming and things are going to shut down again. And I hope not for our economy's sake. I don't know how many businesses, including my own, would survive that. So, Scary. okay. Um, moving on from that question. Um, I'm not going to read... I kind of, if you've written in for tonight's episode or this episode, I'm going to start paraphrasing. Um, <laughs> hey, that's a good word. Where'd you learn that? She sent me over tonight's topics. I said, hun, this isn't even going to fit on our description. It's way too long. So we apologize if we're paraphrasing. Yeah. It's a really good word. Okay. So this is from a stepmom. She said that she, she gives backstory um, and... You know, but basically she says, I had a huge blow up at my significant other's kids. They were whining like typical and I just lost my shit and snapped. I began to realize that I completely overstepped my role as the support to my significant other and that I had become too involved in parenting his kids. The problem was he didn't want to do anything too mean to them because he has court looming over his head. The weekend I blew up at my significant other's kids was the same weekend we decided that he and his kids wouldn't spend the night at our house. So they had just moved in together. Okay. Okay. It sounds like they're not there. So they're <clears throat> like boyfriend, girlfriend. They're not married yet. Um, they just had moved in together. Significant and other is what. Yeah. Is, okay. So they've been, they're dating. Okay. Um, they would stay at their old place and not, so he basically just decided that we're going to, I'm taking my kids and we're staying at our old place. Okay. And she said, well, I'm not sure what has really happened since, but my significant other has decided that he just can't live with me anymore in our home. He's fallen into a huge depression. He says his kids don't want to spend any time with him or be around him. And he tells me that he just can't be around me either. In the last week, we've started talking more. I'm trying to be supportive of him and what he's dealing with, but he's, but it's hard to see him so depressed, and it's even harder not to ha- having him at home with me anymore. It's a big, huge mess, and I'm just barely handling it all. I'm not sure what advice you can give, but I just wanted to reach out. And she um, messaged me later with like a little bit of an update, and basically, since this was written, they've talked more. Good. And they've decided to try to work on things and try to figure out how to be together because I think they both really want that. But his daughter or his kids just don't want anything to do with it. Well, the kids are in a hard situation right now. And first off, you know, good for her for realizing she overstepped or she mishandled it. However, because oh, and that's- she did say she wrote an apology letter. Okay. To the kids, but that, or the stepdaughter, but the stepdaughter will not read it. Will not open it. Well, also, you know what, real, 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 real quick, before we go any further on that, if you wrote that letter, make sure that letter doesn't leave your house, because if that letter leaves your house and it goes to bio mom and bio mom misconstrues it and then gives it to lawyer, that could turn into a huge thing. So if that thing's still in your house, 
get a hold of that and get rid of it because especially if stepdaughter doesn't want anything to do with it's it. It's you admitting to it's you uh, doing wrong. Yeah, and it and the littlest, it's, tiniest things can get so blown out of proportion. So I'm not a lawyer, but you want advice. I have it. experienced this. You mm-hmm. want advice. Anything like that, like get rid of it. It doesn't exist. Like especially, especially in a situation like this where you know – you didn't handle it right. You're going to work on changing it. You're going to go beat your dogs because they won't stop barking in your podcast. And, um, you know, just work on getting better. But it, don't put that type of stuff out there in writing. You know, it just it won't go good for you guys. Yeah. Um, communication, though. This is a communication thing. You know, she sees him struggling. She's struggling without him. You know, obviously she wants to be with him. Otherwise, she wouldn't be listening to this podcast trying to figure out how to make their blended family situation better or even their relationship better what's advice because i've been there i've been in this boat with you right where you've been super depressed and Mm -hmm. your family has fallen apart and you had no control and you were just would joke about driving your car off a cliff you know now who jokes now (laughs) that's where i'm at so um but my question is for women you know dealing with a depressed man right what what is some good advice to women be there for in him. that situation. Be there to listen. Be there to talk. You know, allow space if space is needed, but don't give too much space where you, where you're like, I care about you. He cares about me. You know, um, so don't be like, all right, well, I'm not. I'll just give you space, and I won't talk to you for the next three weeks. You know, or the next month, because that doesn't keep your relationship growing. Be there. You know, maybe if you need you know, time apart, like, Hey, let's just not hang out this weekend. And, you know, I have the kids or he has the kids, you know, let's just take the weekend and do our thing with our own children. You know, that's fine, but don't let it become a thing where you guys are just completely separate from one another. And yeah, well, and it's hard. Like, how do you go forward when you've taken so many steps backwards? Like they were living together, Yeah, you know, and and then stepdaughter or stepson, you know, threw a hissy fit and there was a mistake made. Right. And what does that teach kids? Like one mistake, we just we end it peace all. out. Yeah. Like are we uprooting our lives? Like everyone's going to make mistakes. Everyone's going to freak out. Everyone's going to say things. Even if things, things were perfect at this point, like something's eventually going to happen, you know? Totally. It's, it's no like, one walks on it's water. It's like being a motorcycle rider, you know? you If you've ridden a motorcycle, you've either gone down, you've either crashed, or you're eventually going to crash. Like, it's one of those things, like, it's an unwritten... It's inevitable. It's an unwritten law, you know, or rule that, you know, you're going to crash at some point in time. And some things, Riding a bicycle. And really, too, I always stress, like, once you walk down the aisle and you make that commitment, it's pretty serious, right? So... It should be. I think things happen for a reason. So if you're not married and this has happened and it's... You know, I don't, I mean, I don't, I think it's an overreaction. If you've made a like living together and doing the blended family thing, when you decide to live together and join your lives, that's as good as married. I mean, to rip kids in and out of household situations um, is a pretty big deal. You know, to ask them to live with someone and then to be, dissolve it. You well, know, you obviously so, care so much about the person at that point too. Like you guys are pretty committed at you, that. Right. You and so things happen for a reason. So maybe take pause and really think about is this right? Because kids will destroy marriages if you allow it. I mean, look what's happened now. You're not even married. Um, and so kids 
because parents always have an allegiance to their biological children. It is just what is, you know? Um, and so I would just take pause and really reflect on how this happened because also is this a pattern with your man? Things get hard, he's out because lots of shit comes your way in a marriage, right? So um, I, I don't know. And, and, and she also, in her update that she sent me after she sent in this, she said that they're just having a friendship right now. They're not even romantically involved and involved and... And, like, that's another step back, too. Like, you've moved out, and now you have a friendship, and I guess that's sweet and, you know, always really good to... Well, it could be... Yeah, it can go both ways because it's awesome to be able to have a friendship and build a friendship because that's going to kind of be your foundation. But what's the reason behind it, you know? Are you guys just not romantically into each other, or are you just having a friendship because it's too hard to have a romantic friendship with the kids involved, like get to the root of that too. How come this is just, how come you guys went back a step? How come you guys a are now? A lot of steps, like well, in, well, on as, every as level. Far as, that, as far as that is, like figure out why you guys are taking steps back and why you're not taking steps forward and kind of figure out, pinpoint what each one of those are and figure out are those hurdles that we're going to be we're going to be able to climb over? Are mm-hmm. those fences? Are those walls? Does this child have that much control over your man? And I don't or your say, relationship. I don't say that disrespectfully because I'm a parent and I get it. You know, we are get pulled in a lot of directions by our kids and we kind of got to self-correct back to our marriage. Um, and that is a, a battle I think most married f- married couples and blended families tend to face. But it's better to know now because it's always going to be an issue, you know, in some level. I mean, and and especially because they won. You guys don't live together. So now they know or she knows that it works. Whatever button's pushed. And do you want to walk on eggshells your whole life? You know, yes, you may have overstepped. And yes, you may have lost your shit. You're human. But does that mean you can never be yourself again? Does that mean you can never, ever, ever speak your mind or heaven forbid you lose your temper or say the wrong thing? Um, Because that's going to happen. Like eventually you are going to all of us. Or do you have to swallow sand? I mean, I I swallow sand enough. Don't swallow sand for a living. She's a seagull, an angry seagull. (laughs) Look that up in Urban Dictionary. But I don't know. I just think it's a good time. You have an opportunity to either reset or remove yourself or to just really consider what is really going on here, you know, and maybe he's not ready for a relationship. So maybe he just needs a friend for the foreseeable future. It sounds like if he's super depressed over this, you know, this is exactly why Eric and I were friends first. We both were in such a bad headspace with how our divorces ended, we weren't even looking to be romantically involved, never mind, you know, living together and all these things. Like our headspace, and if you're not in that same headspace that he's in, we were able to understand that about each other and have just a, a platonic friendship because that's all we had to give and all we really wanted to receive because we were so broken. Um, but if you're in a different spot, it really is hard to understand where he's at too. And he may just not be.
be ready. He might have bit more off than he can chew, or he's trying to distract himself with jumping into something else before he's ready because it feels good to have someone love you. But if you're not ready to give that love back, it's not a healthy situation for anyone. And I think kids pick up on that. For sure. So if you need more, you can always write me back. need more advice. Stay till the end of this podcast because we're going to be telling you how to get how to win connecting the book. Yep. So we All mentioned right. that at the beginning, but if you guys are just tuning in, we're going to be giving this book or two of these books. Yeah, connecting. signed by the author. Yeah. So yep. learn how to win it at the end of this podcast. Alrighty. Um, a third situation. You know, before we get going, to if you guys are new here, would you guys? Please subscribe if you're enjoying this, if you're watching it on YouTube, or hit that thumbs up. Or if you guys are listening to this, enjoy it. Um, giving How can us we have no chats good reviews happening? or ratings. I don't know. Are you guys watching us? And why are you? Who's on here watching us? And if you are, type with us. <laughs> yeah, because I can't see Instagram. <laughs> it's too far away. I'm sorry, you guys. We are on live chat, though. We will talk back to you. Um, on our YouTube channel. On our YouTube channel. Okay, so the third topic that someone wrote in about was um, finding it difficult to co-parent together. So um, to know when to discipline each other's kid. We want to feel like we're a family, and I try to treat the kids as equally as possible. I find it's easier to get annoyed by the other's child even when my kid is just as annoying. You're not alone in that. His son doesn't have a mother in his life. I've pretty much taken on the role. We're getting closer, but I still don't feel comfortable disciplining him. Um, and so she she says, you know, I usually ask his father to, um, to take care of it. And, you know, he she feels like she wants more respect from, his, you know, her man's son. But... His father is okay with letting him be disrespectful to him and to other people in the house. So it's hard because I don't want to be the bad guy or everything changed because I'm here now. But then it's then dad wonders why his son acts a certain way. And I believe it's because he gets away with it. Obviously, quarantine has helped shed a lot of few a lot of light on a few issues we have in our home. I just don't like feeling I just don't like the feeling to just make it through the day. Right. So I think that this is a really relevant, hot, blended family topic, you know, learning to, it's like a dance, especially when you're just now moving in together and you are trying to establish, like, when do I step in? When do I step back? Well, I and don't. going through this whole COVID thing right now, too, everyone's together quite often. And talk about shining a magnifying glass on things. You and I were talking about this and you and I have had a routine with our kids for a long time and our kids have kind of had their own routines, but now they're getting into like this COVID routine where they're becoming lazy. (laughs) You know what? And I say that like kind of laughingly because there isn't a lot for them to do. They've already been at home a lot, schooling from home. That hasn't been a big push, you know? And then all of a sudden it's like, summertime it's like haven't we been in summer for the last months you know and some of our kids don't see the day of light you know unless we force them out of the house or something forces them out of the house you know our kids are just and we were talking about this like less than a day ago and it's like we need to come up with something to get the kids kind of moving again in different directions than what they've been doing 
Mm-hmm. So, and that's, and so I kind of get it. I'm like, you're seeing, um, weird little quirks or habits, um, forming that you, maybe you didn't notice before. And she's like, okay, I, you know, I have to take on this role and I'm not quite comfortable with it yet, but all that comes in time. I think, um, the parenting role, the step parenting role is one of those things that, um, it's like falling in love. You know, you'll just know when you're there and there's no rushing it. There's no putting on a date. It's not like, uh, you know what, I'm going to be in love with this person in six months from now. You know, it's kind of the same thing with um, the the uh, step parent role. You know, it's like if I'm if I, you know, if I'm not a step parent to this person, you know, or this kid in six months, then I'm never going to be a step parent. It's like, no, it's just going to happen in its own time. Or it won't. I just think there's <laughs> so it won't. not every two personalities are going to click just because you connect and click with your spouse doesn't mean you're going to connect and click with their kid. But here's where I always disagree with you on this. Every single time we talk about this, like a step parent, still a step parent, whether you click with the kid, no, or totally. Not, you I, still take on that role to an extent. And that's up to us as, um, the grownups in this situation to become, you know, the best step parent that we can. And I know you and I have be the best that you can be. I mean, really though, you know, in the blended family. So (laughs) you could just totally make that a shirt. Yes. There's another shirt. You guys, who's going to go back and all of our shirt ideas. I know. Um, you know, I, here's something that parents need to understand. And I think is really frustrating for step parents because I think, you know, you're in good company because your own kid's shit doesn't stink. Somebody else's kid's shit, Dude, you, you want to vomit. Stinks. But, you know, like when you're changing diapers, okay, you, as a parent, you're changing your kid's diapers. You get through it. It doesn't really bug you. If I had to go change our neighbor's kid's diapers, you know, I'd probably be vomiting in the corner. What about the old man across the street that Same, wears diapers? You know, but I'll probably have to change your diapers. So... It's all relative. Peter Pants. Um, so here's the thing. It's normal for other ki- other people's kids, not even just your spouse's, but other people's kids to annoy you a lot more than your own kids. For sure. Because you would probably kill your kids, hypothetically, not really serious. You know what Don't I mean? Don't put that but in like, writing. You, 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 it's, it's something that, you know, it just happens within you that you tolerate your kids more than anyone else in this world can tolerate your kids. And so let yourself off the hook for that. That's normal. Um, What's really hard for step parents, because we don't have that, we don't have that innate bond with our children, with our stepkids, right? We, they're not, they weren't born from us. We didn't make them. So, there is, it's different than having a biological child, you know, especially if your kids come in age, you know, not babies. I think if you raise a kid as a baby, it's a little bit different or super young, but you know, is that a it's dog hard. in your pants or are you just happy to see me? It's hard because step parents are screaming, you know, what you allow is what will continue. So if a bio parent is allowing disrespectful, disrespectful behavior, annoying behavior, and quite honestly, it may not bother them because like we were just discussing, you're just not bothered by it. It's your own kid. But anyone else's kid did it, it would bother you. So if a parent allows behaviors, then they will continue, step parent or not. 
Um, I always believe that bio parent trumps step parent in a home. You know, if step parent says no and bio parents like, no, that's fine. Can you guys Who's hear my blood pressure win? boiling over? Are you gonna? Why don't you go take a break? I'm getting so angry at them. Oh, <laughs> well, They're I'm at sure the front everyone door, has dogs. Are at the front window barking at neighbors walking their dogs. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, we do this podcast from our house. Yeah. With the happy so, little dogs. And it's hard to co-parent together when you're a step parent with a bio parent because, again, bio parent just trumps everything. And so I, th- I think step parents, right, are more of a support to the bio parent. So they lead and you kind of support that. And, you know, it's what's worth the struggle of your marriage. You know, when you're in a relationship, there's a lot of things that both of us, I feel like just don't, it's not worth it. It's not worth making it an issue because I, I'll speak for myself. Like I'm not going to have my marriage suffer because of the kids. Just not worth it to me. You know, especially if it's a situation where I'm a step parent and doesn't matter if it bugs me, it's not going to change. You know, he's just going to get offended, you know, and then say, well, you do something about it because I'm not, you do it, you know, and then it just causes like, I'm fucking annoyed now. Like, no, you're the parent, you handle it. So are you annoyed as I am? You're more annoyed, but you know how, so things get really turned into a marital struggle when it comes to the kids. And so I think every couple needs to find the path of least resistance as long as there's basic respect there. Like I think kids need to respect adults in the home period. Um, and so it's it's, it's a hard dance and you just got to figure it out as you go in, in time. And if you're not comfortable disciplining his kid, that's okay. Like express that to him hopefully you are with somebody who is willing to step up and take those reins until you are comfortable or you know support you through that you know figure out what his expectations are and see if you can meet them these are the conversations that people need to have before they get married you know what are your expectations of me as a step parent can I do I want to do that maybe maybe not right you know um and I just think that don't wait until you're married to have those conversations. Have those conversations really early on when you guys are like, this is serious. We're going to live together. We're going to do life. Um, you guys need to know what the expectation is of step parents because I think a lot of people marry someone. I think my dad actually did this, my biological father. Mm-hmm. I think he married a mother for his children oh. more than like a wife. Like he wanted somebody, he married somebody who would cook and clean care for the kids during the his kids during the day and he would go be the breadwinner and he wasn't really interested in doing the caregiving portion of parenthood you know that children weren't his thing so he needed somebody when he divorced my mom to step into that role and fulfill it and he married someone who was happy to step into that role and she cooked and she cleaned and she grocery shopped she did everything she didn't have to work because my dad provided and that they matched very well because that was the expectation. Interesting. Yeah. So I just think that that is something that you need. And not a lot of people want that. There's like the nacho kid method of life that everyone subscribes to. And, you know, what? Hi, Darcel. She's oh. meal prepping right now, listening to us. 
How are you tonight? I hope you're making something good. Meal I prep know. is such an awesome thing if you can do it. Is it awesome? You should show me how. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like what a like what a task, but what a rewarding task. So good for you for doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. I'm curious and what's so, for dinner. Oh, so this also I highlighted it stuck out to me that she said I just don't like feeling just make it through the day. Ugh. I think, you know, we all feel like that some days. <laughs> some of us more than others, every more often. Every fucking day. <laughs> it's every okay. fucking day. All right, here. Just we're just, we're going to leave this day. on for you. I'll just leave this on for you. You know. <laughs> what was the joke about driving a car off a cliff? <laughs> every fucking day. Jeez. Um, we're going to just be labeled explicit. Explicit. Explicit? What's explicit? Explicit, explicit, yes. We're going to get the black and white label. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, I love black and white. My two yes. favorite colors. They're not colors. They're shades. I don't think so. I think they're colors. Mm. Um, Your favorite colors are the rainbow. Yeah, but I think that a lot of and gold. life is just make it through the day sometimes. And you're not alone in that. And gold. All right, moving on. <laughs> Those are her three favorite colors. Okay. Black, white, and gold. So next one. Is gold a color? Gold really is though. a metal. But is it a color? No. How how about when you walk into the Apple store and you say, I want a gold watch? What's that mean? I want a metal watch. Yeah, but every every other one like comes as a color. You want a red one? You want gold a gold is one? its own color. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Why are we talking about this right now? Because <laughs> you just said black and white aren't colors, they're shades. Okay. There seems to be a lack of structure at Bio Mom's house. So stepson stays up till one or two a.m. playing Fortnite <laughs> and I, always do. This is my life. Did my ex write into us? Did I write into us? Did you write into us? Your stepchild stays up till one. You know what? Though? No, my stepchild stays up till like four a.m. Sometimes, if I it's don't, it's ridiculous. Tell I don't agree with it. It's ridiculous. I know you but don't. But you know what? I'm so proud no of that say. kid because unlike the rest of us. That kid's actually going to start, like, just got accepted to start making money on YouTube. So I'm very proud of him for that. He's been working towards a goal. And if your kids play Fortnite, check out Buddy Boy 805 <laughs> Buddy Boy 805 giving him a shout-out. I'm just going to start over. There seems <laughs> He's probably to be playing Fortnite a right lack of structure at Bio Mom's house. He stays up till 1 or 2 a.m. It's not four. that bad. Playing Fortnite and always comes to our house extremely tired and grumpy. And doesn't seem to be motivated to do anything except play on the Xbox. If we ask him to do anything or provide any limitations, it's the end of the world. My husband and I are usually on the same page, but when we aren't, I find myself feeling annoyed and frustrated. I don't want him to become entitled and lazy. Sometimes I have to take a step back and think I am trying to be too involved in this and think am I trying to be too involved as a stepmom sometimes I feel stuck and don't want to overstep boundaries yeah I mean you have no control bio yeah, parents you know win yeah but you're also totally but you're also being concerned you're, you're like good for you for being a concern doesn't parent. matter it does it Why? To, because all those little voices add up to something like a big zero okay truly like here's the deal like not your problem if the kid's allowed to do it and the bio parents are allowing kid to do this, it's gonna that's what it's gonna be. Like get some sleep or put you know, figure out something else to worry about because 
you know, if 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 they're going to allow it and the kid's going to be grumpy because they have no sleep and they can't participate in normal household activities or go out and do stuff because they're tired from being up all night, then the other parent who allowed that to happen or agrees with that can deal with it. You know what, though? But also... Don't let that be an excuse for the kid to get out of things. And I'm and I'm saying this from experience. You know, if you guys need to wake up at 8 a.m., you know, because you need to be to church by 9 a.m. because that's what your family thing is. And, you know, your kid's staying up till, you know, 1 or 2 in the morning and having a hard time getting up. Like, oh, well, make them learn that these types of things do have consequences. Don't be lenient. And because once you start being lenient about it, that's where that entitlement comes in. That's where things start to change, you know? So you need to always, you need to, you need to treat and create boundaries that are the same and not give special treatment for stuff like that, you know? So that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. If you have no control, you have no control. You just got to roll down the hill and take your car off a cliff (laughs) just kidding don't do that i'll do that for you Um, (laughs) you need a passenger (laughs) um but i don't you know i think that if here's what i think if you feel like something your stepchild is doing and a habit a behavior is harmful to them for whatever reason or the household i think that you have a moral obligation to at least broach the subject with your spouse, the bio parent, you know, if bio parent does like, it's not a problem or, oh, well, or well, you know, that's just going to be it. Well, then you can at least lay your head on your pillow at night, knowing you did your due diligence and brought it up. And a lot of times that's where it begins and ends. You know, very rarely is a bio parent going to be like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Like, yeah, but you I know totally what? agree with you. Like, we need to have some kind of boundaries and structure. Either people are about that or they're not. But you know what? Those little voices, though, like I said a minute ago, those all do add up because anytime you and I talk about something, and I'm just putting this into our situation, it makes me think of things. It makes me be more aware. And maybe things don't change right away. <laughs> maybe things don't change. Right away. Finish <laughs> My right away. Words. Right away. Fake news. And you know what? But things do change, you know, and they different things like different things come from it. You know, you're so sarcastic. If you could if you guys what could see the look on her face, she's like, this is why we get the bad reviews. That look right there. I'm just a realist. Like I'm She's super real, you guys. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I I I, I have seen it in being a stepkid. I've seen it with my own parents and being a step parent and being around the step family situation my entire life. What I do know is that bio parents have the control and the final say. And I don't think that's wrong. I'm not sitting here like that's wrong and they shouldn't have it. I'm a bio parent myself. I enjoy having the final say. Yeah, but you know okay, what? Okay, like but, I just, and I, I but think look it also at it like gives this. me understanding. If you can become a better team with your spouse and then you both have the say in it, the final say, like what a better team, you know? But when you're thinking like that, when you're thinking like they're always going to have the final say no matter what and I always want to have the final say no matter what, 
that's what creates that divide in the blended family. But I just think that's what is. It is. Of course, that's what is. Like, that's what is if if that's all you think about. And that's the only way that it ever is. Because if well, you... Well, once you start working as a mm-hmm. team... What does that look like? Let's figure it out. We'll tell you guys in a couple of months once we figure this out. Well, because here's how I feel. If I bring something or you bring something to my attention and you're right. like, I don't think that your daughter should be doing this. Like I, and here's why. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, well, I disagree with you. Right. Which happens. Is that being a team? No, <laughs> but it could be, it could be like, oh yeah, you're right. Like maybe I, maybe I monitor that a little bit closer and you know, maybe I pick and choose you know, a little bit differently, but at least now it's been brought to light. So if I do see an issue in it, like, you know, I, I don't know, it, it could be, it totally could be a good thing. If it's like, if one of the parents in the household has an issue with something, you guys, we're going to talk about this. So we're going to work through this and we're going to come up with a compromise that works for our household. But when you're only like, it's black or white, my two favorite colors, mm-hmm. then it's only ever going to be black or white and you're never going to have that gold. See, I love what you're saying, but that's just not how it plays out in our home. In our home, but I'm in not saying either way. But like, I'm not saying that way. it can't work out in any other home. No. Maybe you now, guys do you guys, better than us. You guys could be better than us because <laughs> we are only human. Maybe you guys are superhuman. But you know what? In other households, there are those perfect meshes where it's yeah. like stepmom totally absolutely gets along great with stepson, and they have the best bond and relationship ever, and they are just that perfect. It does happen. Picture perfect blended family. And that's what I'm saying. So if you can work towards that and that's something that you guys can become. Yeah. You know, and or that's a goal that you guys want to set for your blended family, then do it, you know. And just because we say what we don't do doesn't mean that (laughs) it doesn't exist. That is true. We're not perfect, you guys. (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, is it wrong of me not to want anything to do with the ex and the bio ex and bio mom? I'm at the stage now where I do not trust her because she is still nice one day and ugly the next. But moreover, I don't want to have a relationship with her because I do not want to befriend her. And there are, and there ever come a day where we bond. I feel like it's best to have a boundary. I can find anything likable in someone. I don't want to like her i will respect she is a bio mom and i do but we do not need to be facebook friends or exchange funny texts etc i just don't see how that ever keeps the sanctity of my relationship with my fiance this is just what is on my heart as i struggle daily with avoiding interaction with her i still think she needs to be communicating with dad and i'm also dealing with her via stuff she does to him that is unpredictable and emotionally charged and triggered. Like that perfect looking blended family. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, yeah, you know what? Your feelings are your feelings and they're valid. And better to have no relationship with someone than a drama filled one or a fake one. Like why are you going to sit there and fake it if it's not real? You know, that's married. <laughs> uh, we should do a whole yeah we should do a whole episode on fake it till you make it um that'd be amazing maybe we do okay um 
But you know what? Like, you realize this right now. Like, don't go friending her on Facebook and sending those stupid little texts. If it's not genuine, don't do it. Did I say that wrong or is it genuine? Yeah. And, you know, I think God gives us a gut for a reason. So if you have, you know, gut feelings and intuition and all that, I think that is God given. And so I think that we don't listen to that enough. You know, um, and so if you already feel like it's just bad news bears to engage with her, um, then don't, you know, maybe you'll feel different later and that's fine. Maybe 10 years into your marriage and all of branch comes your way or you extend one and your heart changes, be open to that as well. Right. You know, I would just stay open to any possibility, but if your gut and your intuition is just like, mm, probably not a good idea. And it's also hard to interact with someone who's constantly disrupting your spouse, husband, fiance's life. You know, how can you be friends with somebody who's hurting somebody? You yeah. know, and that's I kind th- of that fake that's, thing yeah, that's that what Eric makes me, was talking about. Yeah, that's so. what makes me think about it the most, you know. If there's not a need to connect, you know, it's it's going to be just fake and it's not going to feel good. And it's at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of wasted time. Yeah, and what comes from it? Yeah. No good. But you're now being say, vulnerable. She did say in there that she would continue to, you know, coordinating. You know, well, she said that she need that she still thinks she needs to be, con- you know, communicating with dad. Of course, like there's, of course, you know, you know but keep out as much okay. as you keep out of as much as you can, and those times that you do have to communicate. You know, keep it cordial. Keep it, you know, short, sh- short, Smile but not, not, but not short to where you're just like being short to be bitchy almost. You know, no. do it to be like, okay, okay, yes, I got, you know, his soccer cleats. Thank you. Y- you know, yes, not so- like, oh yeah, you know, it was a big shopping trip and. You know, we tried on Velcro cleats and then we tried on rubber cleats and, you know. We like, tried on rubbers? There's rubber cleats for like running. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> some of us are. Um, yeah. You know, don't overshare your life with somebody who you don't trust. So I think, you know, thank you. Sounds good. Perfect. Okay. All great short answers. Thumbs up emoji. Probably not. <laughs> oh. That's just as much of an emoji. You think as that it's this. a middle finger emoji? I give her I the do. thumbs up all I the time. Fucking hate the thumbs up emoji. It it's like not even worth the words. Half but the time, here you go. Half the time, this is how I send the thumbs up emoji. If you guys are watching on YouTube, use <laughs> this nose because like my hands will be dirty yeah, and I'll be doing something. I'm something. doing something. Yeah, yeah. and it's like I I, I scroll through with my nose and press it. <laughs> You're multi-talented, love. Multi-talented. You're the most talented person I know. Well, thank you. I tell you this all the time. All the time. Don't I? Yep. Mm. can do it with no hands. <laughs> so, um, all right. Moving on. Um, so, we talked about this last week, I think, but here's an update. It's about, well, I'll just read it. Bio mom is insisting that I cannot consider my stel- myself a stepmom. Because we aren't married, and that th- her and that her boys do not need to partake in our family events with my family because we aren't married. They have stopped referring to my brother and sister as aunt and uncle like they did for almost three years now, and even started calling my mom by her first name. 
I feel like we're regressing. And every time we make strides in our family, bio mom is there to talk them out of it and they resist it even more. I'm not sure if we're supposed to encourage them that we are a family or just let them regress and not consider us. Because if we encourage, bio mom will step in and cause friction. And if we just let them regress, we are showing the boys that when they feel uncomfortable with something, they can just run to mom and she can make us change it. Thumbs up emoji to her. Um, The bio mom. You know what? If bio mom's talking the kids out of this when they're at the other house, like shame on her, but it's not your place to put shame on her. It's the kids that will realize shame on her in 10, 15, 20 years from now. You guys as the parents see this happening and it's so frustrating and you really just want to scream about it and it eats you up from the inside because we've been there and you feel this just anger But you know what? The kids also see and feel that too. So if the kids are getting fed something else at the other house and they come over and it's spilling out to um, calling grandparents by or or what would be step-grandparents by first names now and aunt and uncles by, you know, what would be aunt and uncles by first names now, you know what? Let them do that. Be the bigger person here. Don't make a big deal out of it. Maybe let them know, like, you know, you guys are welcome to call them whatever. We're not going to force you one way or another. You call them what you're comfortable with, and we're comfortable with that in our household. Don't even bring up the other mom. You know, don't let the other parent dictate what happens in your house, but also don't let them dictate how that feels because the kids are going to feel that too. So if that's what's happening, swallow sand because that's your favorite thing to do. And one day the kids are going to realize, man, we were getting manipulated at this other house. And my parents just sat there and loved us anyways. That's right. That's right. And that's really, that's the only way you can handle that. Mm -hmm. That's not going to screw up the kids. Because if you tell them, no, you're going to call them, you know, grandma and grandpa or aunt and uncle. And you fight back and forth with them. Now the kids are stuck in this weird headspace, not knowing what to do because one parent's telling them one thing that's going against what the other parent's telling them. And now you're just screwing up their world. So, well, and if you're pressuring them into something, you're no better than the bio mom. Right. You know, and kids get really confused in the push pull. So I would just take yourself out of the push pull game. Um, and, rise above it. And when the kids are with you, of course, the kids are expected to go to any family function you and your, um, you guys are going to as a family, the kids go. It doesn't really, they don't really have a choice. It doesn't matter if it's family or if it's friends. Friends. Like you guys are going to a barbecue. You all are going to the barbecue. Right. It doesn't really matter. Like kids don't really get a vote in where they go when they're with you. Um, and neither does the other parent. That isn't part of your household. Yeah, they don't you don't get, get to, get to dictate what bio um, mom, where bio mom takes kids. Unless there's like some weird restraining order or yeah. the kids are in some type of harm's way. Yeah. And it has been a court issued thing that they can't do this. Like if there's, if it's not a, none of that, mm-hmm. like don't worry about it. Yeah. You know? Don't let this, don't let this bring down your family because now all of a sudden we talked about this a few weeks ago. You guys are going to start bonding on negativity, and negativity is going to be what's inside your household. Well, and then all the in time. the end of the day, bio mom is controlling your home. 
And so I think you just need to push her aside, quiet without telling her. But yes, quiet the noise. Smile and nod at her. Pat her on the head. Let her be on her merry way. You know, and when the kids are with you, you love them. You know, you do not pressure them. You accept them. You embrace them. They go where you go. They do what you do. You discipline them if they need to be disciplined. You know, you're a standalone home. You're a standalone home. The bio mom has her standalone home. You know, and you can talk to the kids also like, Hey, is it, it it must be really hard for you. I think this was the advice I gave last time we were talking about this, you know, set the kids down and say, you know, it must be really hard that you feel pressured to do and act and be and call. And I just want you to know, there's no pressure here. Like you're required to be here because you know, you need to see your parent and we are going to always fight for that. But you know, we're taking the pressure off. And I think kids, can, when they feel like they can calm down, it'll mean more later. They're going to be able to have a true, genuine bond versus a fake one that they resent later. And one final because thought on this, too. Mm-hmm. When you guys do finally become married, you know, if that's the plan, and say it's say it's two months from now, I'm just saying hypothetically, don't be like, hey, now we're married. Now you have to call them grandma and grandpa. Now you have to call them aunt and uncle. Don't change anything. Leave it what it is. And if your kids call them that, let them call them that. You know, if they don't, yeah, be all right with that. Yeah, let kids let come ki- to it in their yeah. own time. Um, and don't don't let this play out in your head anymore. Like, just put it to bed. You know. Good night. Good night. <laughs> all right. Is it the giveaway time? Giveaway time. Giveaway time. Instagram got cut off. Oh, we don't actually get to give it away tonight, though. We're going to announce the winner next week's podcast. Okay. And so what you have to do to win this book. Connecting. Connecting. By Bernardo Salcedo the third. I didn't even know he was a third. Really? He's number one in my book. Pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. Eric's actually friends with him. So. They're um, family. They're great, great people. Yeah. And. I want to hold one too. Okay. So step one. There's. There's. Two things you have, two major steps you have to do. First, this is step one. You need to be a subscriber of our YouTube channel. And so we you, will check it. I will check, fact checked. Yeah. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. When you subscribe to our YouTube channel, find this episode. This episode is called Blended Family Discipline. Okay. Find this episode and then you're going to comment. Episode number 51. You're going to comment your name, how many kids you guys have, and how long you've been a blended family. Okay. So you're going to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You're going to find episode 51, which is blended tonight's family episode. discipline. Can I subscribe and win this no, book? No. Oh. No. Um, and then you're going to put your name. You're going to put how many kids you have. And then you're going to put how long you've been a blended family. You do not have to be married if you are in a blended family situation, just how long that's been. Okay. The second thing you need to do is go over to Instagram and follow us on Instagram. Then you need to find on Instagram this episode's, this podcast episode's post, which is not up yet. Um, if you're listening live right now or viewing live, um, but it will be later tonight. So you're going to tag three people who might enjoy 
blended life or what we have to offer. All right. And in the comment section. So this is just a good thing anyways. Like people are just stoked on this anyways, right? Yeah. So subscribe to our YouTube. Yes. Comment your name, your how many kids you have, and how long you've been in a blended family. Go over to Instagram, follow us on Instagram, and then tag three of your friends in the comment section on tonight's podcast post. And then next week, we're going to pick two people at random. We'll probably have one of the kids do it. Well, that'd be fun. Um, so that we're not biased because I interact with people, you interact with people. So we'll have the kids do it and then we'll announce the winners next week. And then we will be getting in touch with you for your address and we will mail these off. And that's how you'll win connecting. Thank you guys for listening, watching, subscribing, thumbsing up this video, leaving those comments. And we look forward to talking with you next week. Bye guys. Bye you guys.